door does also take us back towards that loser taxon. <laughs> I mean, going towards the exit takes us back towards that loser taxon, so... That's not saying a whole heck of a lot. That's fair. But, yeah, if it's if it's locked, they don't want you there, so we should be there. Okay. Hey, Kel. <laughs> they don't even reply. <laughs> Just you hear the hiss of the door unlocking. Okay. Who goes in first? <laughs> uh, the question you always yeah. love to hear. <laughs> Dante will go in first. It also is making kind of like a face like, ugh. <laughs> Knows okay. when a door is being passive, passive aggressively unlocked at him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> uh, so in this room uh, are two Hork-Bajir and a Taxon. Um, they all appear to be resting. Um, the the two Hork-Bajir are kind of lounging in some uh, specially made chairs, uh, and the Taxon is like. Uh, tapping at a console um the <laughs> all three of them like swivel around to look at who's coming through the door uh and so they all see you mm -hmm. um what do you do you Fuck have sakes you have a split second here before they react um do you do the thing that they do in the fucking uh, the the fucking inner circle pinnacle segment where he just close the door again? No, I think I, a little bit uh, like he's that. Been like, hey guys, because uh, so, the I didn't shut the door behind me per se, right? No. Okay. No. Uh, I think I go. Oh, sup? Uh, and then shoot the taxon, <laughs> and then yeah, jump I was gonna back say through the door. <laughs> Jude lets okay. out like a big roar to try and intimidate them. <laughs> Okay, so you can take some assistance from that, Dante, and roll a skirmish for me. Okay. How many stress I'm do I mark to assist? One. 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 Uh, I'm also going to push myself. Okay. How you doing there, Dante? Fine. Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not a number, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Fine is probably about a four or five stress, I'd say. <laughs> five. All right. Uh, so you shoot the tax wait. on. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm. Oh, are you rolling two d? Oh, because you pushed yourself and got an assist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, just rolled to. It looks like. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I see. Never mind. Never mind. Keep going. I'm assuming yeah. Kel also As sees all of this on the camera attached to me, so I don't have to <laughs> communicate to Kel. Please lock this door once I'm through it. <laughs> oh yeah. As does Ariel. As does Benny. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you shoot the tax on. Uh, the taxon, uh, kind of explodes, not like really explodes, but it pops like a balloon. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did have the gun on <laughs> the high setting. Yeah. Uh, the two hork uh, get up <laughs> and start running towards you. You step backwards through the door and close it. Uh, and then you hear them start to yell. Out. Out, out, get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Shall uh, we? <laughs> okay. 
Dante, you're in morph right now, right? No. No. Oh. I'm person shaped. For fuck's sake. Why? Okay. Wait, why is this bat? Because they've seen you. Because your face is showing. No, it's not. Because I wouldn't be have I wouldn't have an exposed face when I walked in from the Arctic. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I just assumed my face was covered this whole time because I would have put something over my nose so it didn't freeze off my body. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Fair. 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 Yeah. I mean, no, I, I is, guess they have a voice is, sample of me going sup. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is a disengage right now, right here. Uh, okay, are you rolling a disengagement? Or are you just going to try to run? Uh, I mean, that's up to the, rolls. the rest of us. We almost yeah, never explain, do disengagement rolls. Yeah, so the last time we did it, one. it went yeah. horribly for me and Benny, so please explain it. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, Adrian and Benny did one too, I think. Yeah, uh, yes, they did. Uh, that one actually went not bad. Oh no, um, that means I'm the, the I'm the common denominator. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Brian can roll real well to hack and nothing else. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's. Turns out when you zhuzh um, all of yeah. your rolls to use only your highest skill, you have a tendency to roll more sixes. <laughs> okay. Uh, every mission runs the risk that you might not make it back out. You will always have to weigh the costs against the potential benefits. Uh, when things get ugly, do you stick it out to try to accomplish your mission anyway, or do you retreat, regroup, and live to fight another day? The disengagement role is an optional mechanic that can be used as a shorthand for those situations that you fought your way into, and now you have to fight your way out of. Uh, we would okay. never. You have plus one D for pure luck. Um, you have uh minus one d because the target is a higher tier than you um you get plus one d because you lock the door behind you Uh, wait a second let me make an argument Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the plus one d of it being a higher target the primary like we are uh, attacking them through electrical like through uh, an electronic means that i set up correct and it, we're half attacking. I know, what, I know what you're getting at, but you're going to have to run out of here. <laughs> yeah, but can I do it with computers? <laughs> <laughs> you could maybe use your laptop as a sled, but that's about it. <laughs> so I'm going to argue that we should get plus 1D because we know where the exit is and we have a clear path to it. Okay, you can get plus 1D for that. Uh, your friends are providing aid. Um so roll uh 3d6 for me. Who wants to Someone, roll? Anyone. I'll roll. Okay. Big yeah. money, no whammies. A six. Six. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh so you uh you close the door behind you, Dante. You hear the door mm-hmm. lock. You hear the Hork-Bajir behind the door start to yell. Um, in the Hork-Bajir language, that there's an intruder. Um, and you all book it out. Um, you are, as you come down the hallway, uh, there is a frightening moment 
uh, as this taxon is coming out of the door because it figured out how to do it. Um, but uh, you have two polar bears with you. Uh, and uh, Jude just kind of like swipes at it uh, and spills its guts everywhere. Um, and so you all make it outside. Uh, you can hear the uh, the sound of the like circular hatch thing that uh, Benny had pointed out as maybe where the ship landed. Um, you can hear like some rumbling as it begins to open, but you get on the sled uh, and you all uh, get out of there before that ship gets into the air. Um, and you make it back to the bug fighter. What do you do? Um, we got to get cloaking on yesterday. Uh, probably while you all were running back, uh, Gra went over to the other bug fighter, got it, uh, spinning up. Um, you got this bug fighter started. Um, so when you all get back, you're able to just kind of run onto, on board the, the ships. Um, and, uh, you, you have cloaking up. I assume... Because they're still in polar bear morph, maybe that's how we're going to have to divvy up so we don't, because we're not all going to fit in the one bug fighter. You're not all going to fit in one bug fighter, no. No, not at all. <laughs> Will the two bears be able to fit? Mm. Yes, yeah, the, the, fit- the two bears in the bug fighter. The two Excuse bears could you. fit on the bug fighter. Somebody's with been reading Gadrian's um, fanfic. Good. I was going to be like, who's going to pilot the bug fighter with the two bears on it? <laughs> Yeah, Gra, Gra runs ran over there. Uh, so are you just jetting out of there? Or are you regrouping to try a different avenue? Or something right. else? I think we should sit and wait. Let me pitch this. Mm-hmm. We killed oh the... Boy. Is this in character or out of character? This is probably, ha- this is probably in character. Nothing's like, all right... Gotcha. What if we just kill the engines? We sit tight because they're going to be looking for us to take off. And we get to see what the fuck comes out of that hole. I was going to suggest we stay put. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. We still don't know what they're doing, so... I, I'm fine with staying here. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, Benny agrees and sits down at the weapons console. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so you sit and count the minutes as they pass. Um, you can... If you strain to hear, or if you use the ship sensors to amplify, you can hear the sound of an engine um, as it lifts into the air. Uh, but you have killed all the power in your bug fighter. Um, and. Uh, well, probably not all of the power because we're keeping cloaking on. Right. So you, you kill the, yeah. the engines. 
Um, and uh, as the sun slips below the horizon, because you're in the north and it's January, uh, and you've been mm. here for a hot minute, uh, as the sun slips below the horizon and uh, darkness falls um, against the backdrop of the Aurora Borealis, you see the dark shape of the transport ship um, as it flies over your location. Um, Is this a transport ship similar to the one that we blew up? Yes. Okay. Going toward the mountain or away from? Uh, currently moving away from, but it looks, it, it looks like it is circling. Like it, it is looking for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been doing ever increasing circles outward. What's going on with their comms chatter? Mm Mm-hmm. We have a, we have our yuck police scanner for this reason. (laughs) Yep. And you have two hork Mm Um, so the the gist of what you hear from their ship uh, is uh, them talking back and forth with the people on the compound. Um, and they're, you know, reporting that they aren't seeing anything. Um, it's getting dark. Uh, um, and uh, they... The, like a storm is moving in and so they they want to get back but the person on the other end of the line is saying something like um, we need to find them we need to find out how much they know if they know what's going on here uh, or if the Andalite bandits know what's going on here um, they could report it back to uh, the Andalite homeworld and that would be disastrous um, and uh, the people on board the ship are like, uh, okay, uh, I really don't want to. And then the people in the, um, the, the people in, in the compound are like, well, uh, do you want me to report that to Visser 1? Uh, and the people on the ship are like, no, it's fine. We'll keep looking. So. And then they circle away out of range. Unless you do something. So, Adrian is. I I think Adrian is probably no longer a polar bear at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says, "So what you're telling me, or what I'm hearing, is that if we keep them out long enough, a storm might take the take their ship out." What do you think a storm's going to do to our ships, Adrian? We don't have to be in the air. You think being on the ground is going to be much better? I think it's preferable. You can't fall. We'll get, buried in, we'll get buried in snow versus crashing, so yeah, we're better off. <laughs> what, on like a level of like one to ten, how hard is Kel trying to incinerate Dante with their eyes? <laughs> Um, no, right now, this is another example of somebody they care about not listening to what they have to say. So I think they're just sad. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think they could, uh, Kel's just going to go over to the scanner and like plug in the headphones so they don't have to listen to everybody else right now and put their hood up over their headphones. <laughs> I'm going to try to see if I can get any um, more communications that are actually happening at the compound. Uh, While everyone discusses what we're doing. Yeah, give me a roll. Um, mm-hmm. I think you might actually be able to roll Tinker here because you're trying to get more out of your equipment. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and I'd say this is risky. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. So risky standard. Oh boy. Hey, Danielle, mm-hmm. if I make this desperate, can I improve my uh, result? You absolutely can. I would like to oh, do that, Jesus. please. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. would you like help, Kel? <laughs> <laughs> can I slink no. over? Not I have one, I have literally one more tick of stress that I can use. No. <laughs> As- I was going to say, no, I think like they would point blank ignore, they're kind of ignore, they're definitely ignoring you right now. Okay. They aren't necessarily ignoring everybody right now, but they are ignoring you. So, all right, two points in, Rick. Um, I'll God push myself. fucking shit. Oh, to do three. So pushing is two stress, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Let's Roll try. high, team nerd. I got a five. five. It's a good thing you pushed Thank yourself. Thank God for that extra die. <laughs> you yeah. pushed yourself to get that, it. correct? Like, that's not me helping. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. I did push cool. myself. I just wanted to make sure I, I marked things appropriately. No, you're good. Uh, So, you're able to get through and hear some of what the compound is saying. Um, and... I think, hmm, what are you hoping to hear? Um, one, maybe call signs or anything if they're using those. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can maybe spoof um, a message to either the transport ship or the transport ship back to the compound. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I'm trying to gauge maybe what's happening there and if they are in contact with the blade ship and Visa One, or if that's just somebody threatening to report somebody to the higher ups, and whether it's okay. bullshit. If um, they have like off planet capabilities, because we mm-hmm. knew Visa One was mm-hmm. uh, still in orbit, but that was uh, a couple of months ago, so who knows? So what you hear is um, one voice talking to the other. They're both speaking English, so you imagine they might, they're both human. It doesn't mm-hmm. have the same kind of rough quality that Hork-Bajir talking to each other has. Um, and there's one kind of like almost clicky voice in the background. Um, but it's it's three people talking to each other. Um, and one of them uh, says something like, um, are you really going to contact the Visser about this? And the other one says... Well, we have to report. We have to report this to him. Um, he uh, he's even more determined to catch the Andalite bandits than uh, 
than Esplin 9466 was. Um, I hit record so I can make sure I have reference of these voices later. Okay. Uh, and the, uh, the other human voice says, well, we can't contact him right now anyway because uh, the ship is on the other side of the planet. We'll have to wait until it comes back around in orbit to, to, for them to receive the message. Um, and then the clicky voice in the background says something like, uh, uh, it almost sounds like it's taunting uh, and says something along the lines of, um, like, do you think the Visser is going to look kindly on this, on, on YouTube for this? Um, this base was supposed to be secret. This was your project. Um, and the, those fools out on the ship aren't going to catch his wrath. He's not as trigger happy as Esplin was. Um... Yeah, I think that's what you get. Okay. Did we catch any names? Uh, you caught Esplin nine four six six. Um, who context probably would indicate is, is yeah. Visa three? Yeah. Yeah, you can you can put the pieces together that that is the the Yerk formerly known as Visser three. Um, um quick question. Mm-hmm. Just uh, out of curiosity, does Adrian recognize? Uh, any of the voices, like, is one of them Gavin? Uh, no. Can Adrian, can the rest of us hear any of this? If you want. Uh, if, Kel has headphones on. If Kel on. is sharing. Um, They're not right now. Okay. okay. Never mind. Still a good question, though. It is a good question. You don't recognize either of these voices, Kel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh the clicking voice. Mm-hmm. Is it clicking because it's coming through another kind of communication device? So it's like when you hear somebody on speakerphone when you're already one step removed? Or is it clicky because of something with their anatomy? Kind the of latter. Vibe? Does it sound mm. like any of the other... Does it sound like a Hawk-Bajir does or does it sound different? It sounds different from a Hawk-Bajir and it sounds different from what you've heard of Taxon as well. Well, mark me down as concerned. <laughs> New aliens. New aliens. <laughs> okay. I will, um, when the, the conversation is over, I will, like, push my hood back and uh, hit stop. Um, so whatever everyone else was talking about, because, you know, we can go back to that. <laughs> so uh, the rest of y'all arguing... What you doing? <laughs> I I don't know if there's so much argue. Dante, yeah. oddly enough, Dante and Adrian same page right now. <laughs> yeah, this I is bad. This is bad for the group, frankly. I do uh, assume I, that Adrian and Jude have morphed back on the other bug fighter because their clothes are in that one anyway. Yeah, I, I think I'm numbing a bear at this point. <laughs> it's also like been long enough that you have to morph back. <laughs> I yeah. don't know that it's been two hours, but. Right. It's, it's yeah, good to reset usually the clock. air on the side of caution, so. Mm-hmm. 
Say again, Jude? It's good to reset the clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're all kind of just sitting in contemplation of what to do and listening to the ship outside kind of make gradually larger circles. Um, and then Kel comes off of uh, listening to this conversation. So they're talking about a storm. They're getting a weather report. Can we get a weather report? Is this a thing the ship can do? Uh, I mean, you're... I ask Jet and Graw. <laughs> <laughs> Between Jet and Graw's knowledge of the ship systems and your hacker knowledge, you can get a weather report if you want. Okay. Um, there's a huge fucking blizzard headed your way. Okay, so... The ship can survive the cold. That's not the issue. It exists in space. Mm-hmm. Um, which is way colder than here, I've been told. Although, also, to be fair, in space, there's nothing outside to sap the heat away. Um, so, the, well, the, there's the vacuum there isn't a lot of space, of, right? Huh? Doesn't The vacuum of space is nothing. Right. There, the vacuum of space. So the way that heat transfer works is that the energy from you is transferred to the air, for instance. Uh, there's no air in space. So there's nothing for the heat to be transferred to. And so it's actually surprisingly insulating. Well. Whereas metal can and will get colder and colder. Mm-hmm. Well, I legitimately learned something. Uh, today. <laughs> uh, well. But y- the, the comments the I was about, yeah. <laughs> the hork do seem uh, to think that the cold won't hurt the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might ground you for a while. What's a while? <laughs> I wonder. It depends. I mean, looking at the weather map, is this hours or a day or? Um, let's say like a day, maybe a little longer, depending on how much snow drops. Danielle, um, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I told you what I was about for this. Um, this is some fanfic 101 shit. And okay. it's incredibly good. <laughs> Okay, okay. So serious like serious comment. We yeah. I assume we stopped and we got some some vittles yeah, you, on the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna die being trapped in here yeah, for a yeah. day. Uh, you yeah. have water yeah. and even if we had nothing, we would still be fine for a day. Yeah. Um and we have water, at least, outside. Mm-hmm. It's just cold water. Mm-hmm. Um crunchy water. Soft water. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the uh, it's the opposite of soft water. <laughs> well, no, the snow is soft, but it's factually not. <laughs> it's less. It's more soft than ice. This is like reading that conversation about shark skin. <laughs> Do is there You're so smooth? If we can keep this, if we can keep this ship in the air, I guess this is also a question of Jet and Gra. Looking at this storm, knowing about that ship, if we can keep that ship in the air when this storm hits hard, is there a like 
is there a concern that like is there a a possibility that we bring this thing down? Yes. Can we build do we have do we have the ability and this is this is Adrian thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. Can you break up some kind of beacon or something so we can take it a little ways away from here or somewhere away from here before the storm hits and put it to put out a false signal to keep them in the air. Um, let me think on that real quick um also question for jet and Graw, how many of these transports do they have um because like i'm now i'm thinking like if we're taking out transport one of the fleet of 100 this isn't a big blow this isn't a blow this isn't that big a blow to them. You know what I mean? But uh, if this 20 is 20 or fewer, that's that really fucks up their logistics. Probably fewer. Cause we've already blown one up. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> at least 19. Yeah, um, Jet and Growl will tell you that these run on a fairly specific schedule mm-hmm. um, because they can't all go to the same location. They have to spread it out lest they worry about collecting too much from one place or yeah. getting spotted. Um, and they have to go every uh, like X number of hours in order to get enough oxygen and water to support the population on board the ships. Um so it, it runs on a fairly tight schedule. So losing even one ship uh, will slow them down while they have to, like, figure out a new schedule. Um, and will, like, it, it will make a noticeable difference. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say to Adrian, let me see about this beaker, beaker th- beacon thing. Not beaker. Meet me. Um <laughs> Uh, and Dante is going to go kind of sit near the pile of junk that he <laughs> collectively brought onto this ship of computer parts and other electronics that they've the, the inside of this ship that probably is just like to whoever engineered this thing would just be like an absolute travesty. Um, and sits down and thought speaks directly to Kel uh, and is like. Hey. What do you morph to do that? Fuck. <laughs> Please morph to do this. This makes this incredible. <laughs> I, it, it gives a, gives a, I text Kel. I have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> but do you Actually, have service, though? Huh? There's no service There's no out service here. here. I pull out my Blackberry. I connect to the wi- whatever wireless network I've set up with my computer, <laughs> and a chat window pops up on Kel's computer. <laughs> screen <laughs> for fuck's sakes <laughs> uh because that blackberry definitely had could do this 
Um, <laughs> I'm tapping at my Blackberry. Uh, hey, <laughs> period, enter. Um, uh, and then I type, are you okay here for a day? Question mark. Someone is typing. Someone is typing. Someone is typing. <laughs> As I, Jade, try to figure out how Kel responds to this. Mm-hmm. Someone is typing. I see, I see Kel type things, delete, type things, delete. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'll get through it. Uh, and I reply... Uh, are you sure? Because no is okay here. Is it? Uh, I reply. We've blown one of these up before, comma, we can do that again later, period. <laughs> hmm. They, d- they reply, it's fine. Okay. And then, uh... Is the, is the, are you using your ability where you lie to me and I accept this? You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until I take that ability that lets me know if people are lying. <laughs> um, okay. The headphones were already off as well by this point. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm gonna, I guess in that case I type in like, okay, can you help me with this then, please? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they, they just, um, (laughs) turn around and look at you, just like, really? I mean, I... I can probably make it, but... Like... No, I meant that you typed it rather than said it. <laughs> well, oh, I just... I was already... I was in the moment. I was just thinking... <laughs> it's... <laughs> I think Dante's like, oh, I didn't... It, it didn't occur to me that this was a different form of communication. <laughs> Benny, Benny and Ariel are just watching this happen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> By the way, yeah. like we're just chilling. I mean, I didn't mean this. for it to be rude. We were just already talking like this. Oh, Benny is studiously staring at the weapons console, but his shoulders are just shaking. <laughs> <laughs> what a pal. Mm-hmm. Ariel Ariel is going to go over to sit with him. <laughs> you just I didn't mean for it to be mean. This is me, Brian, also being like, I didn't mean for it to no, be mean. No, 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 yeah, you're good. Like, Kel yeah. didn't take it as mean. They're giving you shit. Okay, good. <laughs> you're good. Dante's you're legitimately good. freaking out in the same way I am. Oh, huh? oh bless. <laughs> I think of that. I think, see, if it's mm-hmm. just like, I'm yanking your chin. <sighs> okay, here. <laughs> I'm, that's a joke Brian would make, not the joke Dante, who's freaked out, would make. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be like here on the ship in front of everybody. Uh, <laughs> anyways, 
uh, I'm going, I guess uh, I'm going to whip up this beacon thing. Or I guess it might actually be easier to hack it, I guess, because we're already in their communication systems. Um, no, this needs to be something that pops up on radar. And Danielle specifically told me I could not directly affect their systems with the link that we have. I did say that. Mm-hmm. Um, before we start making this and going to possibly the thing that uh, Max talking about in the other channel, um, Carol will tell everybody, like, get on the radio over to the other ship and maybe encourage Adrian and Jude and Gra to come back. So we are all in the same spot for warmth, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. We're going to need, um, uh, we also might have to, like, jack power from the other, from one bug fighter to the other. Yeah. Uh, is um, Actually, but, is that thing we'll, we can set up before we get snowed in? Sure. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Kel will uh, tell everybody, one, the Vista 3 is on the other side of the planet right now. Uh, Vista 1, sorry. Um, and two, there is something in that compound that we haven't encountered before. Like an alien, specific, like, I, I don't know what exactly it is, but there was this sort of clicking sound, like. Like an octopus wearing a bow tie? <laughs> what kind of fucking question is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. How could that possibly exist? <laughs> uh, I love our podcast and its extended universe. I really do. <laughs> Oh no, Danielle's having flashbacks to the recording. <laughs> We're losing them. <laughs> Stay with us. Stay on target. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so I don't I couldn't obviously see it, but I could hear it. And it's something different that we've not encountered before. So good to know there's something else at the party, I guess. Okay. You wanna you want to do this tinker roll, Kel? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, you don't actually have to help me if you don't want to. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I don't know what your stress looks like, so. It's fine. Oh, okay. So it's just me then, and nobody else is in a bad place with stress. They did I mean, just push themselves and take five stress. No, that was uh, Adrian. Never that mind. was in fact Adrian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> um, but if uh, if you roll the roll, if you make the roll, it won't have reduced effect. So I could help you, so you do it better, okay. or you can help me, and I maybe push myself to change the positioning, or we have to change the positioning to do it, and then we just have more dice. Okay, I guess what is what what is our positioning? Mm. Uh, so. If you're tinkering, then you're just making the thing right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would be controlled great. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Let me pitch this. Mm, Uh, And you can say no to this. Uh, Kel, you help me with a dice. Uh, Mm -hmm. What if... Uh, we dropped from a controlled position to a risky position, and it's a uh, risky extreme. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> For sure. fuck's sakes. Uh, I'm going to activate my jury rig ability. When you fix, repurpose, or fabricate a device on the spot, you automatically succeed if I choose one of the following caveats. So it's <laughs> All right. Which caveat are you choosing? 
Hmm. Do I want weird quirk or complication? Or do I want in my rush I hurt myself? Uh, did, wait, you're not going to let me roll three dice? <laughs> you can do it afterwards, but we automatically succeed, so we don't have to. Mm. Would you like to roll the dice, Brian? <laughs> I want to see if I crit. <laughs> okay, babe, you do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm so I close to it. I kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's give it a weird quirk or complication. That's okay. interesting. We don't necessarily have to know what that is yet, either. <laughs> Just that it has a weird quirk or complication. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Let me open. Oh, I can't open my new rules. My my thing is in here. Um, oh, I can open new rules because I have that in the other thing. Give me one moment. Uh, sneak preview of fucking... Version two. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, um. I just figured, like, basically, we're jumper cabling the two mm-hmm. uh, ships together. So, yeah. Jet so and Roth can maybe power. tell you guys how to do it since they so they don't have to go outside and die. <laughs> mm-hmm. What were you saying, uh, Richard? Sorry. So we can share power, and so we can communicate without having to transmit. Mm. Yeah. Mostly in case, like, we get locked in there and we need the power. Like, if we have to abandon one of these bug fighters, but, you know, like, not freeze to death and a tin can, like, it seems like a fine trade-off. Mm-hmm. I also like the visual of, like, because it was Adrian's beacon. It was Adrian's idea to the beacon. So I like the thought of Kel explaining what it is they're doing or maybe just thinking out loud, but just, like, and getting Adrian and Jude involved. Mm-hmm. Um Talking in that very sort of fast way that some lecturers do that are a nightmare, but they're clearly very passionate about what they're talking about. Kel drawing a diagram on the side of the bug fighter. I know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, they've got dry wipe markers and they're writing on one of the walls that they purposely left blank. <laughs> Dante just staring hard eyes at Kel the whole time. <laughs> Good. Uh, okay, so the drawback to mm-hmm. your item that you have created on the spot, uh, is complex. The item takes longer than usual to set up and use. If used as part of an action, the user must succeed at two action rolls to succeed at using the item. Mm. Okay. Does that mean we have to do it again? No, it means that when you go to try to set this thing up, whoever is setting it up has to make two rolls. Okay. Fine, we got a sled, we got polar bears. <laughs> what more could we need? <laughs> All right. Oh, this is the thing we uh, have to physically go set up. Well, yeah, is it's it? a beacon. Yeah. yeah That's we what don't Adrian was talking it, about. Yeah, we don't want to set it up next to us because we don't want to actually draw attention. Yeah. We're near the shore, right? Yes. There we go. Put it out on something that floats, just shove it out there. Jude has an octopus. I do. Yeah! Is, the water's not going to be cold enough to kill Jude, right? Yeah, we don't uh, want to kill Jude. I don't think so. I think the Pacific Northwest, uh, the Pacific uh, octopus lives in cold waters. Okay. I just don't want Jude to, like, get hurt for this. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it, if not, I mean, Ariel can do it. 
Yeah. Polar bears they can also, also have swim. a giant octopus. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, polar bears can swim super dope. Yeah. yeah. They also can, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just has multiple ways to swim water. out to the ocean. <laughs> it lives uh, down to 2,000 meters below sea level. Like, oh. this thing is fine and cold. Yep. Yeah, that'll be okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, I will become an octopus. I just want to give them a chance to be an octopus. Thank you. Yeah, that's fair. I was going to say, yeah, also, Kel's not seen the octopus morph, so that will be great. I'm looking forward. <laughs> this will be a genuine smile out of Kel when June morphs yeah. octopus. The octopus oh also God. has more fine motor control, so like... Mm-hmm. The, the visual of an octopus riding a polar bear... To the water there. And we could set the beak. Actually, this would allow us to set the beacon actually underwater, so it's even harder mm-hmm. to find. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. This is okay. the best day. Uh, does team does team Kel, Dante, and Jude want to all set out to, or I guess also Adrian, because we probably need both polar bear or one polar bear. Um, do we want to, to all set off to go set this beacon into the ocean? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yep. And like Benny and um, Ariel, I nearly said Benny and Mac. No, that's not how that works. Yeah, um, I I heard that. <laughs> thank you, thank you for acknowledging my failings. It. I was like Benny and Mac. All right, let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll go do that, and then you know they can have their conversation. Just like, but ask if they can do the coupling um, of the ships. Like, yes, that's what. Oh my god, my brain didn't even go there. So, you know, it's <laughs> you, fine. S- you say it and then Ariel's like, y'all remember I'm a lesbian, right? And it's like, oh, the <laughs> I mean, ships, what? Oh, the no, ships. the ships together. It's basically just, you know, like how we hooked up the uh, sound system? I tell, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a dick. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go watch Jude be an octopus. Do you want me to like... It's- Bench cool. press you with my tentacles. It's fun. Uh, so who is morphing? And who is morphing what? Adrian is a polar bear pulling a sled again. Wow. Sounds sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian's only sad because now Dante's going to make more jokes about being the white witch, but also he's got Gel there to make them tor- like... Like, nah, Kel feels like someone who respects other people, though. Yeah, but Dante's gonna be uh, a little shit, just like because it's fun. <laughs> uh, Kel's gonna morph uh, one of the blended morphs just mm-hmm. to deal a little better with being out in the cold mm-hmm. and doing fine motor skills in the cold. Mm-hmm. Also, get that so. speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll do the uh, hmm. Let's do the Bene morph. I haven't done that one yet. So the Benny Dante morph. Okay. My favorite. Bene. Uh, the, uh, the Bene. I keep wanting to pronounce it like Beignet, like the donut thing. <laughs> so uh, maybe I should just pronounce it as Beignet. Good. Uh, Dante having many, many complicated feelings about finding this morph attractive. <laughs> Dante would find himself attractive. <laughs> Well, also the Benny's there and also Kel's there. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Great. Uh, Dante, are you morphing into anything? Or are you staying a person? What? No. Okay. Uh, you set off 
uh, into the night. Um, I think that uh, as you head to the as you head to the coast, um, the first few flakes of snow are starting to fall. Um, and you you have timed this in such a way that the ship is on like the far side of its circle around. So, because you you were able to time it pretty well um, with the with the circles it's making uh, to to find anything. Um, and you get out to the shore. Uh, it is cold and frozen and rocky and. Uh, Fair, it's very dark, um, except that uh, you can see like 50 million stars. Um, and the Aurora Borealis is, is also providing a little bit of light. Uh, and uh, I'm going to, um, because Kel is that person we did go to a supply store, uh, pull out a couple of glow sticks and crack mm. them. Good. Uh, but you make it to the shore. Jude, have you already morphed the octopus at this point? Uh, I mean, why pass up an opportunity to ride a polar bear as an octopus? Okay. Um, it is not super pleasant, uh, but you make it all right. Um, you're able to, to cling. Uh, you'll probably cling to the underside of the bear because it's a little fuzzier. Um, you can kind of get down in the fur a little bit. Um, Can we wrap, like, one of those foil shock blankets around to, like, help Jude stay there, but also because it will make it look like a burrito. <laughs> a burrito. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I'm quitting the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> why, did I, why are my puns the ones that make people quit the podcast? <laughs> um, uh, but you make it to the water. Um Adrian, you can wade in. Uh, you're surprisingly warm through this whole process, uh, but you can wade in uh, to deposit Jude into the water so that he doesn't have to fucking travel through the snow. Um, uh, and you have this uh, beacon thing. What you doing? What's your plan? I'll show um, Jude how to power it up mm -hmm. so I feel, can we maybe do like one roll to set it up here on the shore and then yeah, it's like go, just sounds... be turned on by Jude once mm -hmm. it's under the water that sounds uh, good um, so give me a uh, a tinker or yeah mm -hmm. tinker to set it up get it working it's a four four um you can hear in the distance the sound of the ship getting a little closer, um, but you've turned this thing on. Uh, and um, it, it hasn't started broadcasting yet, um, but uh, it, it powered up correctly. Where are you putting it? Take it away, Jude and Adrian. Um... Is there, is there ice on the water? Yes. We should definitely put it under the ice. Mm -hmm. Make it even harder for them to potentially get to the beacon. 
Mm-hmm. I think I just leveled up. <laughs> Congrats. Would you like to take a level in soft boy or little shit? <laughs> Jesus. I love you, baby. Uh-huh. You can take a level in Jesus, but that one's real beastly to level up. Oh, <laughs> there are some weird requirements. Yeah, the perks are great, but ooh. if you wanna if you wanna max level, you kinda have to die first. <laughs> It's like homestuck. But not, you can't just like die. They have to kill you. Uh huh. First, you have to fall asleep in this certain bed. Uh, Jude swims to the bottom of the ocean and never comes back. (laughs) (laughs) No, true. Goodbye. (laughs) Just waving with the octopus arm. It's been fun. Good luck with your war. You go under the water and the octopus arm like curls into like the thumbs up, like the Terminator. (laughs) You got this. Uh, yeah, I love I love the image of an octopus with like a glow stick in one tentacle, and then this <laughs> uh, fucking contraption in like three or four other tentacles, and just like trying to swim under the water with it. That's why I assumed the polar bear was going too to help with mobility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll help with mobility. Like Octo Jude's got the dexterity, but Octo-Jude. polar bears can swim. Octo June. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, you can get it under the ice. Um, you can find some way to affix it. Um, or even, I don't think that the water here is super duper deep yet. I think the, the fall off for the shelf is a little further out. Um, so you could, you could put it under the ice on the, the, sea floor um and and find a good spot for it um what do you want to roll to set this up dude i don't know a sneaky sneak i don't know uh pitch me on how that fits i don't want people to find me <laughs> okay i don't know and i Prowl, I can see Prowl just like yeah. setting it up in a way that it's not going to be immediately easy immediately to find. Immediately found, yeah. And also and that other ship is getting closer, so you're trying extra hard not to be seen before y'all get out. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. that definitely that. <laughs> I'm definitely helping. Okay. Are you giving me another dice? Is that how that works? Yeah, I'm giving you another die. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, risky, great. Okay. Because you're an octopus underwater. I'm making sure I don't have anything that's going to make me go less. I can't figure out where my harm would be if I had any. It's under trauma. That's a five. Five. All right. Okay. Uh, So you get this thing set up. You flip the switch that uh, Kel showed you. Um, and you see a little red light on the top of it uh, start to slowly blink. Um, and you swim back to shore. Uh, but as you're getting to shore, you hear that ship is coming a lot closer. Um, 
you might not have enough time to get set up back in the sled before it flies over. 